NamNab is a podcast that deals with the grisly details of a variety of topics, including true crime cases, government cover-ups, conspiracies, and the paranormal. This content is not suitable for everyone. Viewer discretion is advised. She was murdered. Sup, my dudes? Welcome back. This is not a monster, not a boogeyman. I'm Naomi. I'm Janae. I'm Les. And I want to say I miss this. I, I fucking too. hate COVID. <laughs> I hate having to be away from you guys. <laughs> Me too. Last time uh, was so awkward. Virtually. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> Doing remote episodes fucking sucks. It's hard. It's hard. So And so as a treat, uh, I kind of mentioned this. I will be doing one of the most requested cases we've had um, on our Patreon. So if you want to go join that, you can request shit just like this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am doing Dahmer. It's going to be a rough one, you guys. (laughs) Yeah. We are in for a bumpy ride. (laughs) 100%. I'm going to let you guys know this is probably going to be a three-parter. So uh, you have to tune in for a few weeks (laughs) at least. And it's been the longest case I've worked on so far for this fucking podcast at 15 pages of notes. Ew. Nicely done. I want to fucking die. (laughs) I'm so excited to hear all of this. Yeah. And this is like a fucked up one. I feel like we knew that going in at Jeffrey Dahmer. But like. For those of you who don't know. uh, It is a lot. Does it get worse? It gets worse. Great. So, obviously, there's going to be cannibalism, necrophilia, sexual assault, and molestation of children. Um, So, pedophilia in general, unsurprising. Yeah. So, if those are things that you cannot handle at this time, please consider not listening to this one. Because I have some problems with it still. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is a rough case. How are we going to disperse the episodes, edit this out if we need? Oh, I'm going to do them week to week. Week to week to week. to come back. Cool, cool, cool. Um, And if you want all the sources that I use for this one, go check out our website where we will have it up on a blog post because there's way too many of them. I love that we plant arguments now to have good episodes. (laughs) (laughs) We just want to have conversations about the real shit in these cases. True, true. So... The Milwaukee cannibal, the Milwaukee monster, or perhaps best known as just Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer, was born May 21st, 1960 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and was the oldest son of Joyce Annette and Lionel Herbert Dahmer. (laughs) Sorry. I had to make it through that one. Lionel Herbert. (laughs) Um, As an infant and toddler, there was conflicting accounts that he was both neglected and received a lot of affection. So... Those are severely yeah. polar opposite things. What the fuck? That's weird. His dad wrote a book about this too. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, you're gonna talk yeah, that's about one it. of the sources for this that I'm gonna be talking about. But oh boy, <laughs> there is some conflicting energy in this case. That's interesting to write a book weird. about it. What is that exactly? Okay, we'll talk about it. He later. just talks about like his experience with like raising Dahmer and then like going through the trials and shit. So okay. he he does a lot of research on even his own own son's case. Wow, interesting. He's very reflective about it, too. Hmm. Good. If you're going to raise a murderer, that's, like, the least you can do. Yeah, <laughs> look into why. I mean, I yeah, wouldn't say you're responsible, but, yeah. Like, I think... Well, no, but... I'm going to touch on it, because, like, his dad kind of says at one point, like, I do think I was part of the problem, and so, like, don't do what I did. Yeah. Ooh. So it's really shit. interesting. That's chilling. Yeah. 
There are a couple people who have like committed heinous acts of crime and their parents have come out. And yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I lost my spot. Um, this this may come from his father, who was a chemistry student still, who who was pursuing a degree, um, and that it kept him away from home a lot because of that, just being at school all the time, um, and it made him feel like he was missing parts of his son's life. But others felt that it could be from um, his mother, Joyce, who was... Um, who had attention-seeking tendencies, and she sought pity and attention from those around her by uh, spinning herself into anxiety attacks and would enter into arguments often with her husband and neighbors. That does sound like a semi-neglectful environment for a kid. Yeah. It doesn't sound great. No. And so her attention-seeking was just so bad that um, at one point she even attempted suicide by overdosing on her anxiety medications. Um, She was bedridden when Dahmer entered the first grade, and she was known as a hypochondriac. and that, and she also had depression that would feed her attention seeking as well. Interesting. Yeah. It, there's an odd amount of like detail into her mental health. So I kind of huh. wonder where that's coming from. Yeah. Um, because it really does spin her in this light that she's like fucking crazy. I noticed that too, just from like media representations around Dahmer, they always make the, m- the mother seem very. Like my friend Dahmer, she's a fucking. Oh, nut she's case. a fucking psycho. Like. It's really weird. Yeah. So, but then I also wonder if it's like, is it hypochondria or does she have a psychosomatic disorder? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. I have lots of questions about this because I'm like, it, it's just it's too detailed. And the for time me. frame is like the s- late '60s, '70s, yeah. right? Yeah. So fucking mental health care is terrible. Either mm-hmm. way, it's like she does not have the proper support for her mental no, health, right? Not at all. So it's like the attention-seeking thing is interesting to me. Um. I feel like that could just be played off a lot of ways. We we weren't there, and it's like, is it attention seeking, or, or is, is he, it actually is really, from really depression? deeply depressed? Yeah. yeah, and it could be both. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like that's also a indicator in a lot of these situations around like the quality of the marriage between the parents. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which a I'm sure you're a lot of responsibility everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Teachers noticed that Dahmer was quiet and reserved and uh, would note his parents were tense with each other and would argue often in front of him. He felt isolated and that he was not getting enough attention due to his mother's health. Um, He'd been an energetic and happy child the first three years of life, but his whole demeanor changed when he underwent surgery shortly before his fourth birthday for a a double hernia. Oh my god, as a four-year-old? As a four-year-old. What the fuck? Ouch. So, like, that's... It's just weird to me, and I'm gonna point out the the biggest thing for me because like his demeanor completely changes after this surgery. Like he is really? a completely different boy after this surgery. That sounds like trauma. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And I'm gonna get into like some medical stuff here. Um, I have those sources at the blog, but really strange. <laughs> A double hernia double at the hernia. age of four. Yeah, and it was what it was also it was like in his groin. Oh, what the fuck? yeah. <coughs> so, as I said, I'm gonna go a little bit into medical stuff here. So, if I get any of this incorrect, please let me know. But this was done on like a study on anesthesia and um, that type of surgery specifically. Okay. So, um, so I did a little bit more digging on this, and I wanted to see what the post-operative behavior changes in children are. Um, and they're pretty com- they're actually more common than you would think with 
surgeries on children. Mm-hmm. So they just their entire personalities can change. Um, according to a medical journal published by the American Society of Anesthesiologists uh, that I've linked in the blog post, um, 54% of all children who undergo surgery and anesthesia exhibit negative behavioral changes two weeks post-op. 20% of children have these changes continue six months after the surgery, and 7% have persisted up to one year later with nightmares and separation anxiety. Wow. Separation yeah. anxiety? Because personally, when I was a child, I did go through a lot of surgery. I'll indulge that. Um, and it's really scary because you are a child. You don't you don't want to be separated from your parents when you're in a hospital. Um and then you suddenly are just like going to sleep and you don't know why. It's a really scary, scary experience. So uh, they're saying that if you uh, spend time with your kid in the pre-op area, mm-hmm. um, that can help lessen the chances that they'll have uh, separation anxiety because at least you're there and you're comforting them the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some places where that's not allowed mm-hmm. and that can cause anxiety. Interesting. So wow. Yeah. It's traumatic in general. Yeah. yeah but that I didn't know. Yeah. So I wanted to include that because I just thought it was so interesting that it was this one specific point. Um, and I just wanted to see if that was pretty common. But I didn't know that the effects could last that long. Yeah. Or that, like, it can continue for, like, past a year even. Huh. Did they ever figure out why a four-year-old had a double hernia and it's groin? I'm really confused about that piece. I think they said it was just, like, Over the extended. skin got... Th- uh, had a defect and was thinner in some areas. So I don't think it was anything related to abuse. Yeah, or like an Stress. injury or something. No, okay. no. It, they think it was just a, a weird thing that happened. That sucks. Yeah. Like that <laughs> that sounds sucks. painful. Yeah. Especially for like a, little a fucking four-year-old. Yeah. It's early on. Yeah, it makes me think of how like the strep studies of like kids who have it. Mm-hmm. Very depressed afterwards. So there was another medical journal that explored the long-term effects of anesthesia exposed to children, um, and it found that those who underwent surgery earlier in life had a higher rate of long-term behavioral changes with uh, anesthesia exposure, um, and this was when they were prior to four years of age, causing a significant increase of behavioral abnor- abnormalities. Um, and that went up by 83.9% if the surgery was over three hours long. Whoa. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a shit ton of percentage more. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> All this to say, I'm not a doctor or a pediatrician, so uh, you shouldn't listen to me on these things. I could be 100% wrong, but... Sources. I would love yeah. to have somebody who is trained discuss this. Discuss I know. This. How cool would that be to have, like, podcasts that way? Medical podcasts. <laughs> I would love to do that. Just bring in experts. Be like, I have questions for a doctor. I guess I'll just go ahead and go to forensics. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Les. Uh, Dahmer also supposedly asked his mother if the doctors had taken out his genitals in his surgery. Um, It had been an inguinal hernia, I believe that's how you say that, um, where weakness in the abdominal wall has allowed his internal organs to slip into a tube called the um, inguinal canal located in in the groin. So I explained. There, there is the explana- explanation. Oh, that makes sense. I think this okay. was in his dad's book too. Wow, that sounds horrifying. Yeah, all the words you just put together, I did not like. Yeah, that's really the more like you know, fragile, that though. You know, <laughs> it's like fragile and sensitive for a kid. Yeah, I wonder if like he is that like a condition that affects him throughout his life afterwards, or does it just get better with age? I don't. 
I don't actually know how hernias really work, to right. be honest. So I think they just put it back. Yeah, I think they just put it back, and then it's just like, Do you think well, you that was a weird freak accident. hernias all the time? I think you're just at a higher risk to okay. get another one, but yeah. I don't think... It probably happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So strange. <laughs> Unless you're overexerting yourself, hernias are, like, pretty rare. Yeah. Is my understanding. That's my understanding, too. Uh, this experience had obviously been very painful for him and traumatizing since the doctors and nurses were touching and examining him without telling him really what was going on. And that's in the groin area. So I can imagine there's a little bit of something going on there. Um, and the fact that he thought they like removed his genitals. So he was like, that's where his brain went. Yeah. So I'm a little, little uncomfortable. Despite being reserved, Dahmer still had friends in school and his, uh, during his childhood, otherwise thought to be, uh, in his childhood, he was thought to be just completely normal by his parents, um, as they never abused him, according to them, and uh, felt that they had done a good job of raising him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time frames are important Time frames. in this situation. Yeah. They're a little emotionally unintelligent, I would yes. say, at this yeah. point. Yeah. And also, as Janae said, the, the time frame of when this is going on, it's like, that sounds about right for the parenting of the time. And it's not uncommon for parents to go, they have a roof and food you yeah. know, over their head. We're and not that's abusing enough. them. Right. That is You're not We did the bare minimum that CPS yeah. required us to do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I checked yep. the boxes of he's breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I fed him. I don't know what the fuck he's doing now. <laughs> There's water. He knows how to water. It's like, what else could this kid need? <laughs> children have complex emotions people (laughs) spread the word Uh, um, his father later reflects that he may have missed red flags due to his schooling and would write a book years later called a father's notebook where he wishes he could tell other parents what warning signs to look for in their children to prevent their children from following in Dahmer's path Um, the only notable thing that he mentions Dahmer experiencing were that he was very shy and would isolate himself from other children and that there was a possibility that the medications his mother Joyce was taking during her pregnancy might have affected Dahmer's development. Um, but he blamed himself for the isolation Dahmer probably felt and that he did not give his son enough attention emotionally. Uh, Lionel remarks that he was not even aware his, of his son's hobby until years later when his cr- uh, crimes came to light. You a hobby, gnomes? <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what it was, though. <laughs> well, even just, like, his amount of, like, he would go and collect bones and then, like, bleach them. And, like, this feels really weird of me to say because I am part of vulture culture. So yeah. I'm, like, eh, I, I also have bones. Like animal bones. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, like, that's not really strange, but I can see how to other people this would be fucking weird. If it's I, human I bones. <laughs> well, yeah, if it's human bones, yeah, it's a different line. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a <laughs> that's a whole other hobby that we are not talking oh, about gross. oh god fucking damn it wow <laughs> well i couldn't imagine that he spent much time with his son after he became an adult anyway to know what no, was going on anyway uh Dahmer would pass the time riding his bike on isolated roads on the woodlands near their home he loved catching bugs and large insects like butterflies and dragonflies in jars, and it escalated up to collecting the carcasses of animals off the road. Uh, Lionel believed that this fascination may have stemmed from when Dahmer was watching him clean out the bodies of dead rodents from underneath their home. Um, at age four, he had been fascinated by the sound of the bones made um, when they were like in a bucket. 
I'm not. Like he just thought he, he liked so the sound gross. of bones. So <laughs> <gross>. <laughs> um, Dharma would play with these bones to hear the sound, so the family began to refer to them as his fiddlesticks. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Okay, that's not weird at all, right? <laughs> <laughs> not my choice of what I would let my child do, but like, you do you, I guess. <laughs> I just, like, don't even know what to say. Either, honestly. That's so disturbing. Like, why specifically bones, Dauber, at such an early age? It's when the fascination began. It's reminding me of that time you covered another serial killer that saw a dead body and was like, I'm so into this. It's so early on. Do you remember? Was that the Carl Tanzler one? Yeah, he was like I a super weirdo, like very like necrophiliac. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Was yeah. yeah that anyway, that's, that's Tanzler, just right? reminiscent to me about that. It's like the bone sounds. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Bone sounds. It's giving me creeps, yeah. <sighs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um, after this, who would be, he could be found searching around their home for more bones. Um, and he would also feel around the bodies of the dead and alive animals to understand where their bones were located. Um, he told a friend who, he, uh, he told a friend who knew of his collecting of roadkill and he was curious about how he, uh, that he was curious how animals fit together and that he would cut up the animals and keep them in jars in his tool shed. Um, his most noted instance was when he decapitated the carcass of a dog he found out in the woods, uh, nailed the body to a tree, and impaled the skull on a stake next uh, to a wooden cross in the woods. Um, and this was in the woods across from his home. When the skull was found, it terrified locals, but it was never connected back to Dahmer. Instead, a rumor circulated that it had been done by a satanic cult. Of course. Always. Uh, oh, my God. This time is like addicted to satanic panic, I swear. <laughs> oh, my God. It's... The bone fascination doesn't bother me as much yeah. as shit like that. Yeah. The roadkill thing is like that's when it's getting like closer some, to. There's some weird tendencies when he's not being violent. Well, and the thing is, like, I'm, he's never really violent to animals. Carcasses are a whole other territory. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. you're right about that. Anything. It's not he that he doesn't want to inflict pain, but the, but the decimation okay. and almost like uh, desecration. Of the carcass itself is very yeah. violent in yes. its own thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, <laughs> I thought wife was going to keep talking. I know what I'm going to no. do for the next case. <laughs> I have to pee. Go for it. <laughs> I just have to fucking find the spot again. <clears throat> I feel like I just <laughs> fucked up the whole beginning to this because Take my pain, the pain medicine wasn't kicking in, and now I'm fine. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. You're worrying me. Let me get you my yoga ball. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to go to the doctor and suck it up and go to a doctor. Maybe a chiropractor. Don't go to a chiropractor. No? Why? I don't know. I just heard that once you go, you got to go all the time, though. Like, you got to keep it consistent. I just want them to fix my lower back, if that's it. <laughs> they, you will have to go back. Keep going back. It's, like, not a one-time thing. What? If I go to a chiropractor for them to fix my lower yeah, back. Yeah, you got to keep going. Yeah, you got to keep going. You can't go just once. <laughs> you were uh, like, damn it. Fuck. I, well, yeah. yeah. I don't want to mess you up at all. But I know how to crack a back, but a normal back. <laughs> not messed up one. I don't want to mess you up. I want my uh, back cracked so bad right now. I can crack it afterwards. Okay. 
on the floor. The biggest misconception was that Dahmer would kill and torture animals regularly, which years later disgusted him. Um, Dahmer claimed to be an animal lover and that his best friend was was his dog. In his teen years, he had a friend who purposely tried to hit a dog with his car on their way home, and uh, Dahmer was disgusted with him. He was passionate about his pet fish, and he had a favorite favorite pet kitten that he had to give up due to them moving. Um, and he loved his dog the most, with the weirdest thing being that he would, like, lay on her sometimes, oh, yeah. but she, it was so he could listen to her heartbeat and the sound of her organs. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you made it weird. I thought it was sweet. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Even his his sweet moments are a little fucked up. It's all so curious about the way organs work, and it's making a lot of sense given his surgery. It's like, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I didn't think about that. Wow. It's like all this innards, innards that because like I could see his fascination with the body. I get this weird fascination. <laughs> like it's interesting. He almost feels like he's harmless. He he feels like that, you know. I don't know. It just but feels like he would like just be kind of a weird kid. Yeah, it's like the kid you don't really talk to. He like Naruto runs through the hallway <laughs> and you just ignore him. It feels like that. Oh, well, and this is interesting to me too. He had friends. Like it's weird that doesn't happen often with these antisocial types. Mm-mm. And that's so interesting to me. Like that means there's like this fascination with the normal w- world question mark normal well like i his friends are questionable Mm. yeah one of them tried to hit a fucking dog and he's like you're disgusting for Dahmer to be like anyway interesting fascinating (laughs) (laughs) the claims of Dahmer torturing animals are not to be completely ignored however because there was one instance of him catching a tadpole and hit uh while he was in elementary school and gave it to his teacher as a gift um, but then the teacher instead gave it to another student, so Dahmer took this as a personal attack, went to the student's home, located the tadpole in an aquarium, and then poured gasoline into it, and then lit the, lit the tank on fire. What the fuck? A child did that? Uh-huh. In elementary school. <laughs> wow. All right. He's a little worse than a Naruto <laughs> running kid. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cute story okay. until it ended badly. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Uh, research has shown that abuse and cruelty to animals can be an early sign um, and has a high correlation of both violent and nonviolent criminal behavior later in life, including abuse, sexual violence, and even murder. Um, for those that did not know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know. Mm, mm, yeah. They were so lighting fires is, uh, yeah. is a concern. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> Lying on dogs to listen to their Just organs. Like an elementary school kid with gasoline <laughs> and matches. Lighting a tadpole on fire in a tank of water inside someone's home. <laughs> the parents are just letting Dahmer go out into the woods willy nilly. They're like, Too all right, much, he's going to go do his weird things with the bones. <laughs> well, this is like no the big time deal. frame of like. It doesn't matter. Everyone's safe. We can leave our doors unlocked. Yeah. Our kids can go wherever they want. It is the time. I hate that time. Uh, Me too. That's when the most terrible things happen. Yes. Mm -hmm. And especially in Wisconsin. The Midwest. Just like, what the fuck (laughs) is in the water? (laughs) Lead. (laughs) When Dahmer was five, um, this was 1966, his family moved to... Doylestown, Ohio? Terrible name. I, I'm fucking trying. Ohio's <laughs> another state where shitty shit happens, especially. Well, all of them, but yeah. 
Um, and his younger brother was born. Dahmer was allowed to um, pick his brother's name at the permission of his parents. That's so that's a that's a cute thing. Um, How old was he, he when his brother was born? Five. Sorry. Five? Oh, yeah. so this is still really early on. Yep. Okay. Um, and he chose the name David. This being cute and all, the relationship between the brothers was strained from the beginning as the new baby took a lot of his parents' already limited attention away from Dahmer. Yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> Great. So now they're like, we really don't care what you do. <laughs> Pretty much. Really doesn't matter. Um, as part of his work, Lionel would sometimes take the carcasses of rodents and would bleach uh, the hair and flesh off of them, leaving the bones. Dahmer, with his fasc- fascination of bones uh, that started years earlier, asked his father how it worked, um, to which Lionel happily taught him as a father-son activity, now um, how to safely bleach and preserve animal remains, which Dahmer used in his slowly growing bone collection. So, like, could have been cute. It's this weird thing that you do with your dad, and you did that with it. Well, and his dad's, a, like, a chemist, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he was doing that for his work, or just... Yeah, I think... To get rid of the animals been? itself? Eh, I don't really know. It's fucking weird. Apparently, <laughs> he, says, he says it like it was part of his job. Okay, so. that's what it sounds like. Okay. <laughs> like, like I still don't get it, but fine. It does sound like a weird activity yeah. with five <laughs> Yeah, I was like, my mom would have kicked my ass if I had access to bleach. Yeah, want to see what? what? Here's some yeah. chemicals. Yeah, toddler. He's have like, fun. I see you're fascinated in this dissolving of flesh, and you want to see the bone, son. Let me show you. Oh God, looking back now, probably not, <laughs> not the best. Not the good best look. Uh, once again the family moved to uh, bath ohio um i question my notes on that one (laughs) bath (laughs) where they finally settled Dahmer started high school and was immediately an outcast as they moved often during his childhood because of this he turned to alcohol at the age of 14 and would drink beer and hard liquor telling his classmates that it was his medicine Dahmer was intelligent and polite, putting him in good graces with his teachers, even though he only received average grades. Um, and he participated in extracurricular <laughs> activities um, like tennis and band. Uh, with Dahmer being a loner, it came as a surprise when he turned 16 and began to pull pranks. Most of the school came to know him as a class clown. He would make loud noises and throw random fits while pretending to have a seizure or have cerebral palsy. Um, while at school or when um, when in local stores, which was, uh, (coughs) for some reason, like, the people at school called it doing a Dahmer. Um, Those close to him feel that he chose to make fun of cerebral palsy since his mother had hired a decorator um, with this condition. Mm. Uh, His name was... uh, Oh. So, John Backdurf, more commonly referred to as Durf, um, (coughs) and the... Uh, he's the cartoonist for the comic My Friend Dahmer. Um, he reflects on the comic and film uh, and kind of memoirs what his experiences with Dahmer were while they were in school together. Mm-hmm. Um, he and his friends invited Dahmer into their group out of the shock of his pranks, and they pushed him to pull more of them. Uh, he says, looking back on it now, that he's not proud of it, and uh, but it truly reflects how people treat those with mental illnesses, disabilities, and how they push someone who is very obviously not stable to entertain them. Um, so at least he feels bad about it. <laughs> yeah. 
still kind of fucked up that you monetized on it. Oh, yeah, it happens. Monetize the fuck out of it. Yeah. So. <laughs> mm. Yep. Just a vicious cycle, left and right. Yeah. People yep. do heinous things. Um, especially since it is common knowledge, or it was common knowledge, that Dahmer's parents' marriage were failing and his mother's mental illness was becoming more apparent. Durr felt that Dahmer carried a sense of doom with him and that their friend group did not feel safe with him in it. Um, more so towards the end of high school, they felt like they needed to get away from him or they would be in danger. Um, little did they know that they he was already experimenting with darker fantasies that were brewing in his head. Like with most children, puberty uh, brought on a lot of changes for Dahmer. He realized that he was gay but did not come out to his parents about it. He was uh, he had a brief relationship with another boy, and th- uh, though they never had sex, Dahmer's fantasies already spiraled to a com- uh, to complete domination of a submissive partner, um, and that would become darker until uh, the age of sixteen when he introduced the idea of dissection into his fantasies, and that he would like to control a human body as he had uh, animals. I have lots of feelings. Mm-hmm. Dahmer now wanted to render a specific man he fancied unconscious and use his body sexually. This man was a jogger that Dahmer had been watching and stalking for a long period of time. This was his first attempt that he would make on attacking someone. He took a baseball bat, waited in the bushes at the man's usual path, um, but thankfully uh, the man did not go on a jog that day, and uh, therefore this attack failed. So let me get that straight. He's a virgin at this point Mm -hmm. before he... Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sexual sadism, dude. Yep. That is a red flag. No offense. No kink shaving here. There's a healthy way to do these things. Yes. Um, but it is a red flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In this scenario. Uh, the identity of this jogger has never been found, but there are many Reddit posts wondering uh, what it would li- be like years later to maybe hear this account from Dahmer. And be one of ma- many male joggers in the area and realizing how close you came to death. Yeah. So and I'm he's like... 16 at this point? Or no, it's a little further, right? Uh, no, he's he's still like in school. Holy yeah. shit. Dahmer's parents fought uh, constantly now and often in front of both their children. They still attempted to save their marriage by attending counseling together, but it was doomed as Lionel found out uh, his wife Joyce was having an affair. Um, they finally settled for divorce in 1977. Hmm. So Joyce was having an affair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, Dahmer was in his final year of school in 1978, and a teacher found him drinking multiple cans of beer in the parking lot, to which Dahmer explained that it was due to his troubles at home and that the school counselor was already fully aware of it. How is he getting access to alcohol? Do we know? Or just, we don't know. It's just weird. This was time parents? frame, I believe... Like, 18 was, yeah. like, about the time and that I you could buy a beer. He, he was getting yeah. it from the house. I think so, too. Question. Might yeah. be ahead of the time, but were any of his victims female? No. Oh, well, interesting. Okay, cool. Just curious. Yeah. Curious. Yeah. No. Um, his father left the home early that year and lived in a nearby hotel, uh, followed by his mother and younger brother moving out with relatives before relocating to uh, Wisconsin. Leaving Dahmer living alone in the home um, at the age of 18. Holy so shit, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. His mom, they divorced. Mom took his brother. Dad's living in a hotel. 
And the thing is, his dad doesn't even realize that Dahmer is living by himself at this point. He yeah. thinks that the mom is still with him. Okay. So his dad comes back to the house at one point and is like, holy shit, what do you mean you've been living here by yourself? Right. So his dad didn't even Was she know. sustaining him financially or was he just suspected, like expected to... Um, manage a whole house you know at I don't the age know. of 18 i don't know that's insane yeah i don't know i think his either. dad was funding funding him huh okay huh. that's fucking weird yeah <laughs> that's not a bad ending or kid at all not at all um it would be the year he attended prom his parents finalized their divorce he graduated and only three weeks later he would kill his first victim uh, June 18th, Dahmer picked up 19-year-old Stephen Mark Hicks, who was hitchhiking to a concert. He convinced him to come back to his home so they could drink and hang out for a bit. Stephen agreed, and the two hung out for a few hours, drinking and listening to music, until Stephen decided it was time to leave. Um, Dahmer had other plans. He grabbed a 10-pound dumbbell and bludgeoned Stephen's head from behind, um, from where he was sitting, knocking him out, and Dahmer strangled him to death with the grip on the dumbbell. He then undressed the man and masturbated over his body. The next day, Dahmer dissected Stephen's body in his basement before burying the remains in a shallow grave in his backyard. He returned to them a few weeks later and separated the flesh from bone with a paring knife. He put the flesh in acid to dissolve it and flushed the mixture down the toilet. He then crushed the bones with a sledgehammer and scattered the shards in the woods behind his home. So Dennis Nilsson, did he get that idea from Dahmer? I don't know. Who came first? Dahmer? I, I want to say it was Dahmer because then when Nelson was happening people were already comparing him to Dahmer okay. that's interesting okay you remember that list no Th- the guy we covered the UK version of yeah. Dahmer pretty much and he flushed I think I the did. remains oh, down the toilet yeah, it's like, disgusting seriously when I'm reading this it's just gonna be like I'm just reading Dennis Nelson again honestly wow so it's so interesting it's so interesting yeah wow well that's fucking disgusting yeah, right. Dahmer's just the acid version of Nelson. <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was extremely violent. Uh-huh. Like this is that's that's not what we see commonly. Like for their first kill, like that's no. almost precise as fuck. I and just want to say that, like, if you're watching, if you go and watch the My Friend Dahmer movie. That scene where his dad gives him the dumbbells, because I'd already done this research, I started screaming no. Because <laughs> I knew what was going to happen. And I was like, fuck! So, um... <laughs> well, and then, like, it seems so... Like, he knew what he was doing because he tried mm-hmm. to hide it. Which mm-hmm. I'm sure comes into play a lot later. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> six weeks later, his father and his new fiance returned to the family home to find Dahmer living alone. Six weeks? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what part of this to pick apart first. Um, the fact his dad had his new fiance six weeks later after having just divorced his wife when she was the one caught cheating, um, or the fact that he didn't know that Dahmer was living alone. <laughs> yeah. Th- th- it's all bad. The whole thing bad. So I'm like, <laughs> already, I have questions. Um, Dahmer applied to Ohio State University and majored in business, but his one semester there was completely useless um, as his alcohol abuse took up most of his time. 
when his father would come visit him in his dorm room, he said it was trash and littered with empty liquor bottles. Even though his father had already paid in advance for the next semester, Dahmer dropped out after only three months with an outstanding GPA of 0.45%. Amazing. (laughs) He ended up joining the U.S. Army in 1979. There it is. Serial killer bingo. I was about to say, like, is there even rehab at this time for alcoholism? Yes. Yes. It's bad. Okay. (laughs) Of course. Of course. It's shit like synonyms. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, right. Great. So it's it, a cult. It's not actually helpful. You know, it's like we're making jokes, but they're they're not jokes. No. No. I have to laugh they, or I'll cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dahmer trained to be a medical specialist and served as a combat medic. Interesting oh, course. So there's that. One soldier who had been stationed in West Germany with Dahmer stated that he had been sexually assaulted repeatedly over the 17 months that they were there. Dahmer was sexually assaulted? No, or the, the, he was he actually assaulting this other soldier. Oh, Dahmer was sexually assaulting him? Mm-hmm. Another soldier who would also, uh, would also come forward years later revealed that Dahmer had drugged and sexually assaulted him. Like the other estimated 26,000 men and women who are sexually assaulted in the military every year, um, these were not taken seriously and had no effect on Dahmer being discharged. Instead, it was his raging alcoholism and that was declining his job performance that earned him an honorable discharge since Ooh. his superiors felt that his shortcomings in the military would cause no problems in civilian life. Is that your judgment, buddy? <laughs> kind of got a bad judgment. Mm-hmm. This is so frustrating. And yeah, the twenty six thousand military members. That's a not year? interesting yep. at all. Yep. We shouldn't look into that. Mm. That was a oh weird, weird gene. fact that just slipped in there. <laughs> Oops. Wonder how that happened. That was a lot. <laughs> and now, y'all have to wait for part two. <laughs> We're doing it in parts because if you do this all at once, it's uh. This is probably would be vomit. like at least two and a half. Hours. Oh, yeah. And you're just not going to feel very good no. afterwards. <laughs> I don't go feel good now. I've done so much research. This has been like a month and a half in the making. Yeah, I so. believe it. So come back for part two. We're going to dive more into Dahmer's adulthood, more yep. of his crimes, have some more discussion yep. about things that led to them. Come back next week. If you want to pick a case... Go join our Patreon, like Naomi said earlier. We'll um, have cool shit on there, polls, stuff that you can interact with, yep. merch. And this was a case picked by our Patreon, so you know it works. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to see some pictures from Dahmer's young life, we'll put them on our Instagram, not a boogeyman. Yep. And if you want to see any of Naomi's source material, please go to namnab.com, where we're going to have the blog post and we have all blog posts uh for our episodes or most of the episodes uh just for accessibility yes and if you haven't already five star review apple podcast please cool thanks thank you come back next week bye bye